Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, aka Triumvir Clio. Hello again. Welcome back. I start my new job in two days. Well, at least when I was writing this. Now I start it in one day tomorrow. Um, so I'm I'm still toying with what to do about the podcast schedule going forward. Um, the reason that I've had multiple courses going is that they all originally dropped on different days. That is not going to be feasible anymore. That is too much work um, for for the podcast and a full-time job. And the full-time job is what's going to pay the mortgage. Um, I love you all, but you don't pay the mortgage. So um, anyway, um, I'm not sure if I should keep alternating things if episodes drop only once a week, um, possibly less if I find myself getting behind. Um, I, I, my goal is to keep things at least once a week. Um, but, but again, it will depend on how far ahead I can keep and how busy my new job keeps me. Um, I'm just, I'm debating whether or not I should start the Roman tragedies course when I'd originally planned to. Uh, I might wait until we finished the Roman comedies first. Then we'd have a week with a play, a week with an epic, and a week with a myth. Or maybe I'll alternate a play and an epic on Mondays and still try to do a myth episode every other Friday. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, Whatever that ultimate new schedule turns out to be, today is an epics day. Uh, We are up to book three of De Rerum Natura, and this book is all about mortality and the soul. Um, I'm again working from the Cassius Amicus um, text that includes um, his translation as well as an older um, public domain translation. The first thing that Lucretius wants you to know is that this isn't his philosophy. He he didn't figure all of this out. Just as a reminder, Epicurus did. And Lucretius, he's just here to proselytize. Now that we know about how things are made out of matter and atoms that we learned in the previous two books, it is time to discuss the mind and the soul. You see, some men are afraid of being thrown into Tartarus when they die, so they perform all sorts of rituals and they put on a good show. They they fear death and they do everything in their power to push death away. Um, sometimes they do this in kind of okay ways, like they make statues, um, but sometimes they do horrible things, like they betray their countries and their families and they fight wars. Um, I'm not totally sure how going into a situation where you might get killed is a way of pushing death away, but that is what Lucretius says they are doing when they fight wars. Um, But Epicurus teaches us that we need not fear death. First of all, the mind is not a separate thing from the body. And the mind itself is not even a single thing. It is made up of multiple elements, including one we don't even have a name for. Uh, The mind is what gives us our senses. It's what allows us to see and hear and smell and taste and touch and feel emotions. And the mind is therefore mortal, just like the body is. So there is no reason to fear death. You see, we can't see and hear and smell and taste and touch without our body right? We need, to, we need to have our eyes to see and our ears to hear, um, our skin to touch. So the mind allows us to use those senses, but our body allows us to actually, actually absorb the stimulus. Um, so, so the mind is not, is not a separate thing from the body. So, so death, death is nothing. 
Do you remember the time before you were born? Of course not. Your mind needs your body in order to exist. So death is no more than sleep, right? So death is nothing to us and nothing to fear. All of those stories about Charon and Cerberus and the Furies and Tartarus, they're just stories. They're fairy tales told to make children behave. They aren't real. Now, I know you may really want to believe in an afterlife and that death is not really the end, but it is. Life isn't a dress rehearsal. And by studying the nature of things, we can live through the improvisation that is life. But that, yeah, that's for the next book. I know that this is a podcast um, right now. This particular episode is about Roman epics, but... What I keep thinking of is Shakespeare, Hamlet specifically. Um, this this particular book of De Rerum Natura is so Hamlet. It, it is the to be or not to be speech. Um, when Lucretius gets to the part about death being no more than sleep, that's Hamlet. To die, to sleep. Uh, But Hamlet hasn't fully bought into Epicurean philosophy because what does he go on to say? If we sleep, then we might dream. And so if death is no more than sleep, what happens with dreams when one is dead? Um, there, There is a lot of Epicurean philosophy, as described by Lucretius, that I do find very appealing. Um, I mean, not to mention how impressive his understanding of physics is, given the time in which he lived and wrote. Um... But there is a rub here, and it's, it's the very one that Hamlet notices. Sleep is a liminal state. It's not death. It is the thing between life and death. So it is all well and good to compare death to sleep, um, to use sleep as a metaphor for death. But death is something more than sleep. Um, because otherwise, maybe... Maybe there is an afterlife. If death and sleep are the same, then dreams might exist in death. And what might those dreams be? Charon and Cerberus and the Furies and Tartarus? Um, But if death is a sleep from which we cannot wake, then what are those dreams we might have in death, if not some sort of afterlife? I... There's the rub. I know this isn't a podcast about Shakespeare, but like I said, it's really hard not to read this book of De Rerum Natura without thinking about Hamlet. And maybe maybe this is one of the sources Shakespeare used when when he wrote about Hamlet's philosophy. Um I I don't know enough about that. I haven't I mean I took a Shakespeare class when I was in high school, but that was a long time ago and it it didn't go I'm not a Shakespearean scholar um I've spent a lot more time with the worlds of ancient Greece and Rome than I have with Elizabethan England um but um but some of you might 
know more about that than I do. So please weigh in over on the blog. Um, I would love love to hear if Lucretius um, is a known influence on Shakespeare um, because it's sure, oh man, it sure feels that way, thinking about that to be or not to be speech and book three of De Rerum Natura. Um, so what are your thoughts on death and sleep and whether or not there is a distinction between the mind and the body and the soul? The blog is at triumvirclio.school.blog. The URL is in the show notes. I am still on Patreon if you want to join me there. That URL is in the show notes too. Next week, we will read Plautus's Mostelaria, which I probably pronounced completely in Italian just now and not at all in Latin. Mostelaria maybe is Latin. It would be Mostelaria in Italian. Anyway, talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.